Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, how we doing out there? Once again, back here for Flyer Feedback here from Flanagan's Pub. I am not John Bedell. I'm Michael Purvis. John will be uh, doing New Center 7 at 6, which is uh, getting underway right about now. Sitting next to me, former Flyer. Once again, Nate Green. Nate, thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas. Thank happy uh, Happy New Year as well to you. Definitely hope your Christmas was good because mine was. Yeah, my, I had a great one too. A little bit of friends, family, extended family, get a little bit of everything there. Those are always the yeah. uh, best part of the season there. So, Flyers, give us a little bit of a, a little bit of a present as well here with a couple of non-conference wins over this uh, in this uh, kind of week, two weeks in between uh, Christmas and New Year's. I wanted to break a little bit down there is, is Nate, you were kind of going on about consistency and where this team needs to be. But before I go that, I'll remind people how you can get involved with the show right here at the Bud Light. Mike, if you've joined us here at uh, Flanagan's Pub, also 457-1290. You can also call into the station there, and uh, let's hear your takes on all this one. Also, if you want to tweet at us, uh, since uh, John's not here, how about we just use the hashtag FlyerFeedback. I'll keep an eye out for that to hear uh, some of your comments as well. I'll be more than happy to read them on the air as they come in. But, Nate, I want to go back to that quickly now that I got that out of the way. Um, a little bit, we mentioned about the consistency, about, you know, this team sticking to its identity and, and also just kind of keeping that foot on the throat and everything like that. Two words that I heard Coach mention there when he talked with Larry, unimpressive and uninspired. Yeah. I don't – to me, I, I feel like that would be something that maybe we would be saying here, maybe something that we would see on message boards and all that. Very intriguing that's coming from head coach Anthony Grant about how he describes this team right now. Uh, he says that for the fact is he knows his team. He knows what they're capable of, and he sees what they're doing now. And, you know, when you're going through the motions and you're just doing what you're supposed to do and not doing it with a – with the vengeance, mm-hmm. then we have an issue because, like tonight, we let a team that's a mediocre team into the ball game, which we honestly should have beat them by 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't, and we turned into a ball game, and luckily we got a win out of it. But, you know, coaches can always go to the back to the drawing board frustrated, but with a win. Well, and, and it makes it a little easier. And it's not even just that, but also I think that – this team, in one way or another, this program, and I think every program, from one way or another, struggles from this. Is that sometimes you'll, you'll have you have a team and a program that struggles out of the gate, you know, in the in games where maybe they come out sluggish or anything like that. There's other games where teams and programs don't finish, and I think that we kind of saw both of those today. Dayton trailed early on and then had a hard time finishing the game here. Yet they still came out with a win. I, I think that as much as we want to look at some of the positives of that, of all the excitement around it, I do think that is something maybe to also focus in as well is that this team did not play well in the first uh, 10 minutes of the game no. and really did not play well in the final 10 minutes of the game and still somehow came out with a win in this one here. I think there has to be at least a little bit something to say about that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we still are hungry and we come out and we play hard. And if you're coming out and you're playing hard, you're going to keep yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They came out and played hard. They just didn't 
do it consistently. We kept seeing spurts of it. And if you want to go to the next level of play in the postseason, we got to be consistent in that aspect. And we got to take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. And I feel that turnovers plague young teams. You know, this team yes. is still relatively young, mm-hmm. all, all, all things considered. Uh, I mean, you still have Crutcher, Davis, uh, who are sophomores, you know, still cr- trying to learn everything at the top and redshirt freshmen. So Cunningham, excuse me, but turnovers are always going to plague them. But you mentioned that goal of getting it down to 10 or less a game. Yes. I mean, frankly, I mean, they were close today with the 14. I mean, so many of them were in the first 12 minutes of the game. So, But you could see that's exactly where the, the tide started to turn a little bit was when Dayton stopped turning the ball over. They started to get a lot more easy shots. And then after that, it just it seemed like the first half, everything changed. And then the second half, they started to let them come back in with it, more turnovers there in the stretch. And as yeah. you mentioned, it's everything you said there is exactly what happened in this one. Yeah, like you said, it was close. They didn't get 10 and under, but they were close. And that closeness can cost us the game because, you know, they get two more turnovers. It's a different ball game. Yep, it could be. Once again, 457-1290, you can jump in to uh, leave your comments. You can also go to the Bud Light mic, and that's exactly what we're going to do right now. Tom, how you doing? So nice to see you. G- gentlemen, I, you know, I thought it was great that uh, Jordan Davis, that was a, that was a clutch shot he made. Mm-hmm. And he's been a little bit up and down, and he, he really needed a, kind of a, a confidence booster, and I think that was certainly, certainly helpful. And then the other comment was that uh, uh, I don't know if we've had a guy that can change directions as fast as uh, Jalen Crutcher. Mm-hmm. He's, he's pretty phenomenal with the ball. Yeah. He actually reminds me of one of my old teammates, Ramon Marshall. Oh, yeah. Of how he can get to the basket and maneuver and still make those passes people don't think that are there and uh, gets the job done. But, he's, yeah. He's, he can – how he gets through some of those uh, spaces, <laughs> I have no idea. Crafty. But he's he's a pretty slight guy. Yeah. But you know he gets there and makes the shots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I wish you had about four more. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Have, right. Happy New Year to you. But I I'll tell you what I mentioned this uh, to some to uh, off the I believe on Twitter as a matter of fact uh, during the last game about how important it is for this program as a whole to have the last two starting point guards come through that we've seen. Scoochie Smith, I mean, it it was so – I mean, we can even go back even further, but I'm just going to look just in the last six years looking Mm -hmm. at Scoochie Smith coming through this program and then followed up right behind him with Jalen Crutcher. This program certainly is blessed in one way or another that they have two floor generals like that who have so much talent and can create so much. It's something that is so important – for a program like Dayton to be competitive, uh, you know, right now and into the future as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Crutcher is a key player for their team. But, you know, like I said, they're a team that is just not going to be one individual. They're going to need a collective effort from everybody, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the scouting team to the managers of just their preparation and everything. You know, all that takes in play when you come in, especially when you're on the road. Yeah. You know, all that takes place, and everybody has to contribute their part for it to be successful. But I think we have a good upside that I think we can go far, especially in the A-10. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, I mean, let's also talk about the A-10 schedules. You mentioned on the road, there are a lot of landmines in the A-10 this year, a lot of t- tricky games. I even uh, think I wrote down the first uh, road game that the Flyers have in conference play is at George Washington. 
Boggy Bottom, not an easy place to play for this program in general. Not an easy place to play at all. That's their first landmine. It comes right out of the gate in their A-10 schedule at St. Bonaventure on the 19th. I mean, yeah, and that's a rough one. If people haven't played at St. Bonnie, you know, that they're traveling, just getting there is a struggle. <laughs> you know, that'll mentally break you down. <laughs> I, I've always heard from former players that uh, playing there at St. Bonaventure might be one of the worst places to play in the A-10. What do you, what do you feel about that? Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Hands down. <laughs> you, don't yeah. exactly, you don't exactly hear a lot of people making that trip there, at least from, from Dayton. But, uh, but nonetheless here, I, I do want to go back to another one of Tom's points there is – about Jordan Davis, and I, I think in, in, in different ways, and I even think I, I kind of fell into it a little bit, is before the Presbyterian game, I think some people were starting to maybe call for Jordan to maybe he needs to be out of the starting lineup. Maybe it's time for him to find a different role. He's definitely shut up a few people on that. 18 points la or last Saturday, 13 here today, that clutch three, as you heard Tom mention there just a little bit ago, that certainly is starting to show that he maybe he's starting to get in that groove and, and as you talk about it's a collective effort they really need some good performances from him down the stretch here and we've seen two pretty decent runs here for him yeah and you know you have people or fans that will say you know you got to take him out of starting lineup or this and that but you know the coach knows what he has and you know his performances is not a surprise the coach gives them a lot of confidence and it's starting to show now and then you're going to have all those people that were saying they shouldn't be out of starting lineup be like oh he's doing really well <laughs> let's keep it going mm -hmm. you know where was this at a long time ago and you know everybody is a little different yep. you know they catch on at different times and Davis is starting to get his mojo and let me just ask about that is that with the starting lineup that we've been seeing which has been Cuttingham, Landers, Davis, Crutcher, Mikesell. Do you think that's where this team is at its best? Do you think there's any changes? I mean, I, I personally, for one, I like Obi coming off the bench. I think he's a great six man, definitely an energy guy as well. I really think that that's that's kind of his best role in this team. Would you? Was there anything you would do differently going into conference play? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, um, I would keep it the same way. Top is coming off, giving him a spark, and you know, it doesn't mean that you know my ideas for Crutcher. I'm sorry for Cunningham and top is to be in the game a lot together mm -hmm. doesn't mean that he has to start together yeah you know he comes off the bench give him that spark that he needs four five seven twelve ninety the uh no way you can reach in once again also you can go to the bud light mic and i believe that's exactly where we're going to head right now and uh for our next take uh, name where you're from and uh go from there rob from uh springboro thank you rob what's going on what's on Nate, your mind? this is more for you okay been going down the arena for a long time. That dunk Obi had today was something else. Oh, yeah. He did that I with ease, too. I have not seen too. anything like that there in a game like that, right? Yeah. What does Anthony Grant say to him after that? Does he like it? Does he say, hey, pull this back? It's kind of a close game at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, what does he say? I mean, I, I, that's good. I mean, that, th that gets on top 10. Yeah. Sports Center, that's good for the program, right? Yes. yes. But he misses that. And, you know, as being a basketball player, you're going to miss some dunks like that. But when you have that confidence to do legs. it. You go through the legs like that in a six-point game. If he misses it, he comes out and sits on the bench. Right. Bottom line is. Yeah. But, you know, he's a very athletic player, and he can do those things. And he just showed everybody that this is what he could do. Well, I think it's great because and he made any, it look any easy. exposure, that's going to be on Twitter. That's going to be on Facebook. That's going to be on everything. Yes. Any exposure you can get for the program, 
Yes. It gets out people. I mean, it's a good thing. But you just look at it. When he grabbed him, I'm like, wow, I don't think he's happy about this. Yeah, you got to say, hey, let's just make the easy one because if you miss it, it's a different ball game. If it's a 25-point game, it's different, it's, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Then you get into the talk of disrespect and everything else. A lot I mean, of people it, it get into that. It was something else to see. I mean, yeah. that, that was, that was uh, something uh, we don't I'm glad he made it. That yeah, gave yeah, him a confidence <laughs> builder, too, yeah. you know, and that's what he needed because yeah. uh, he's moving up, and I want to want him to continue he's to do that. He's a heck of a player. He's going to be fun to watch. They all are. You know? mm -hmm. Well, this team is going to be very fun to watch this whole year. The A-10 is going to be more exciting, and you're going to get a lot more of that. It's open. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's open. It's there for the taking yeah. if, they, if they can stick together, right? Very yeah. much so. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, Rob. Thanks, guys. Hey, Appreciate everything. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that. And once again, a reminder, 457-1290 or the Bud Light Mike. Uh, you can get here uh, on uh, if you are joined us here at Flanagan's Pub, and uh, obviously, uh, I think there is going to be a lot of talk of that uh, talk about that dunk. And, and I mean, I, I think I, I I loved what Bucky said too. Bucky was like even kind of wavering himself there. He was like, "Oh man, you know, I love that. That's great. It looks awesome." Anthony's going to go over and tell him not to do that. But man, I just love to see that. You know, oh. it's like, and I think that's the way just about everybody was. You know, you make it, you're a hero. If you yeah. miss it, you're you're zero. You're on the bench. You and, know? That, and that's coming from experience mm -hmm. you know as a veteran if you're playing in a game and it's a six-point game or it was four-point game and you got the break like that finish it just finish it yep. with the easy layup let's get back on defense you know that's experience he understands mm -hmm. coach Porter on the side hey nice dunk just make it the easy yeah. one because if you miss <laughs> it it's a different ball game. Four-point game. It was a four-point game. But like it easily could have decided everything, could have changed how those final possessions worked. You're right. That is very true. Once again, 457-1290, how you can join in. We're just about ready to take a break. But before that, let's go to Leslie from Idle Travel. Leslie, so nice to see you. Same, Michael. Nate, it's great to be here. Um, next stop for basically Flyer fans is we enter into Atlantic 10 season um, starting next Sunday. So, of course, we're looking at the ways that we can get fans on the road to follow the team during the conference season. And uh, we had released the Atlantic 10 tournament trip last week, so we definitely have that going. We've got a fantastic bus trip heading to Pittsburgh for the Duquesne game in March. That's the weekend of March the 9th. Um, just to give you some of the nuances of that, of course, we have a bus that's going to be leaving from Dayton on the 9th, coming back to the 10th. Um, game ticket, motor coach transportation, one night stay in the Doubletree Hotel. We actually have been re we have been reached out to by the Columbus chapter of UD alumni about adding a stop in Columbus to pick up Columbus area alums. We're in the process of working that out with Anna from that chapter. So just more ways to get more UD fans on the road to follow the team, whether you're from Dayton or Columbus, stay tuned. Give me a call at 223-7447 to get more information about that trip, or you can email me at flyerfans, flyerfans, plural, at sbcglobal.net. Not a great win today, but a good win. All wins are good wins. Go Flyers and Happy New Year. Uh, thank you, Leslie. Same to you. Happy New Year as well, and go Flyers. And with that, we will uh, have to step aside for just a quick moment here to pay some of the bills here. We'll have the final stretch here and your final takes on Flyer feedback on the other side of this break. You're listening here to the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hello, it is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. 
Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Catholic Social Services of the Miami Valley strengthens individuals and families in need through acts of faith, service, and charity. We're talking with Laura Resch, CEO of Catholic Social Services Miami Valley. Catholic Social Services, Laura, serves a a really large region, serving 10 counties in all. I would imagine you see a a lot of variety in your work. What, What kind of challenges does that present? Yes, and each community has unique challenges which change over time and also incredible assets that we can build upon as well. Our mission, though, is timeless, and our mission never changes, and it's rooted in the gospel call to love and care and serve neighbors in need, and how we do that may change, but the mission itself is perfect, and it never changes. So, Laura, how can people help? We would invite uh, all your listeners, Larry, to visit www.cssmv.org, make a gift of financial support, or join our team of 350 dedicated, awesome volunteers who help bring our mission to life every day. At McAfee, we strive to remain a leader in our industry by realizing you, the customer, comes first. We also know your time is valuable. You should never have to take time away from what matters to get an estimate on a new system for your home. So now, like never before, receive a price instantly using our online estimating tool at mcair.com. Any season, any time. McAfee. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back here to Flanagan's Pub here for the home stretch of Flyer Feedback. Michael Purvis sitting in for John Bedell. Nate Green sitting next to me here. As you heard from our lovely voiceover guy here, 457-1290 is how you can join in here to get your uh, final uh, final takes here. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now is we're going to uh, head to the phone line. We're going to go to Kurt from Miamisburg. Kurt, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, successes of the team so far. Go ahead, Kurt. Well, thanks, Mike. Hello, Nate. How are you? Hey. All right. How was your Christmas? Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? No, I can't complain. Nice to hear. I got a gripe. Uh, okay. We play a wonderful out-of-conference schedule. Does anybody in the A-10 come even close? Uh, uh, close as in the... Uh, you know, quality the, of opponent. Well, I think the biggest one was St. Louis playing. Uh, they lost at Houston, and then they got a dump truck against uh, Florida State down in Tallahassee. So Florida State was a... I believe they came into that game 11th at the time. So I think... St. Louis and I believe Davidson had a decent schedule as well. I know Davidson played North Carolina today, um, I so I, I would, yeah. So I would say the to answer your question, Kurt, I would, I would say that Dayton probably came out with one of the better non-conference schedules in all the A10. Yeah. Um, it probably, I, I don't know if you can say all of their successes in the in the conference play uh, they, were. They successes. did better than I honestly thought. So mm-hmm. you know, and I know the coaches are looking at it like this is a win for us because you've gone non-conference and go eight and five when really it could have been a little difference and we could have been gone five and eight 
Um, so, you know, they're, they're happy about the situation. They just want to keep moving forward and hoping the players gel together and we pick up these little things that we're messing up on and keep moving. I, I respect the out-of-conference schedule, and I'm not disappointed in any means. Uh, does anybody else in the A-10 pour the money into their program like the University of Dayton? I don't really know about the other teams out there, about putting money into the organization, but UD does a great job with it. We have a lot of things here in Dayton. You know, you got the first four that, you know, obviously generates a lot of money. And just UD alone, you know, we love our fans. They come and support us every year no matter what's going on. And, you know, we love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you Kurt, really we appreciate You want a hard question? We'll take it. Why not? Okay. Should we disband the football program? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're crazy. No, they're good. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Uh, come on. I know it's a hard question, but. It is. It is, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we will, uh, we will leave that debate for another day, Kurt. How about that? We'll leave that, we'll leave that one no. as is. I don't th- I th- I'm going to say no. I think it's going to say, say the same there. Hey, Kurt, we appreciate your, uh, your takes on the, here on Flyer Feedback. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But, hey, you know, you never know. Um, I do want to, uh, as we're here in our last about four minutes here, our, our last uh, Flyer Feedback of 2018, I did want to uh, suggest it here on Twitter as well as something I thought of before this one was uh, some New Year's resolutions for the team. Kind of some of the things that, uh, Nate, maybe you uh, you would hope to kind of see this team work on definitely in the next week, of course, as well as into 2019. Dave Crumley here, uh, he tweeted a few minutes ago, is uh, for a New Year's resolution, can the Flyers please improve the perimeter defense on the three-point shot? I think that's one that we all would hope to see, especially after the uh, the last two games there. But uh, I'd like to hear, what are some of the things you hope this team works on? Uh, let me respond to that comment. He says <laughs> to improve the defense. I honestly believe that we do have good defense. It's got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. We're not consistent at it. We play hard for a few minutes, and then we let up. And then when you let up and you play against a decent team, you give them a little confidence, they knock down a couple threes, then it's a different ball game. I think our resolution should be being more consistent on the defensive end and taking care of the ball. What about uh, – yeah, I think taking care of the ball, I don't think that – I think that is an absolute, an absolute one. I would also go in on this one here is I, for one, for my New Year's resolution – especially when Dayton is playing against teams that will play them man-to-man, which I think they'll probably see a decent mix of that throughout the conference play. I, for one, I'd love to see Jordan Davis and Dwayne Cohill take the ball to the take the ball to the hoop a lot more mm-hmm. to be able to watch the, the defenses collapse around them. Yeah. And obviously, I think very similar to that, uh, similar to kind of uh, what a lot of people have complained about, which has been this team taking too many threes. I think that both – Davis and Cohill have the ability to generate their own shot by taking it to, into the basket. So oh, yeah. if I was coming up with a New Year's resolution, I'm saying, hey, guards, create your shots by going into the paint a little bit more. Exactly. Penetrate, kick, so that you can get an open three. You get an open three, you get a higher percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them, if they are penetrate, kick, and they're going to close out, then we can penetrate a kick, penetrate again, and then maybe kick it again to the open guy. Mm-hmm. Or we get all the way to the hole. Um, so we just got to be consistent on those things. We do them. We just do it as spurts. Mm-hmm. And I saw I, I, I saw Mike Sell uh, did that one time. I made note of it in the first half. He had a wide-open look at a three. He pumped it. Now, he had two wide-open looks. One of them, I don't know why he didn't take it, but I think it might have been a little bit of a confidence thing because he did make a three today before this game, though he hadn't made one since the Auburn game. It took nine attempts. However, he passed up one of them, drove baseline, got an easy layup. I think that, like I said, I know Ryan can create that shot. 
Jordan and Dwayne should be able to be doing that as well. And like you said, it's all about picking up that consistency, yeah. kind of a little bit of confidence as well, and just stop relying on that outside shot when it's not there. Yes, yes. They got to understand as a player and as a veteran player, if your shot's not falling, okay, that doesn't mean I'm not going to shoot the ball. That mm -hmm. means I'm going to start penetrating to get a couple easy baskets first, then go back out there and see if my shot comes back. Because that's how it is. It's confidence. You make a couple easy layups, you get confidence. Now you can sit out there and shoot your mm -hmm. three. And it's, it's saw today, was, it looks like Jordan may be starting to heat up a little bit out there as it seems like some of those shots are coming to him. And we can't also ignore the fact that he made that clutch three once again. We've talked about it three times now, I believe. Looks like maybe hopefully Jordan may be taking a little bit of a turn here uh, toward heading into conference play. Hope so. But, you know, as a good player, when it's crunch time, you're going to hit big shots, mm -hmm. and that's what he did. Now that's going to do it for us here for Flyer Feedback. For Nate Green and our entire staff here, Flyers are once again winners 94-90. to We thank you for listening. And as always, Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2019 for more Flyer Feedback. Definitely. Have a good New Year's. Drive safe. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.